Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's 9.08 WTIC. News Talk 1080, this is your host, Will Marotti. It's the Will Marotti Show. Matt Sorois, the master of ceremonies, making sure he's guiding the ship. Timing and tempo, taking your calls. 860-522-9842. Uh, hope you had a good evening. A little bit of a rainy, cloudy day today. Can't all be sunshine. That's great. We have a good show for you today. This is All Caller Wednesday, which is our our tradition. We intentionally don't schedule any outside guests because we want you to be our special guest today we want you to call and anything you like to talk about is fine well obviously i'm going to introduce some topics we can talk about these things talk about things you want to talk about um it's your show we're happy to do it want to do it now we are going to do a special a new feature starting today at the end of the second hour i'll wait i'll wait to tell you more about that you're not going to want to miss that and um but some good things to talk about this morning. Certainly, we had some elections yesterday. Uh, I would say no surprise in, in the two that I'm going to talk about. But I don't know. Maybe you're surprised. I will say this. I will say that I, I believe more and more that former President Donald Trump has much more influence than, than certainly Democrats give him credit for, and even a lot of Republicans. And uh, I, the numbers are starting to prove that, uh, that that is the case, and he's a formidable force. And I believe he will, he will run in 2024, and he will win. <clears throat> so uh, let's take a moment here. It's 9-11, so let's, um, let's take a moment and gather our thoughts together together as we... Uh, do our 9-11 shout-out to God, shall we? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you for uh, uh, another day of life, another day to wake up and move about and be able to do the things we want to do and need to do. We're grateful for that, another day in your creation. Thank you, Lord, for all you bless us with. Particularly, we thank you for family and for friends and people who love and love us back and people to care for. Thank you for your mercy, your grace your patience. I want to continue to pray for people who are uh, struggling with grief over the loss of their loved ones, always hard, no matter what the circumstance is, no matter how old they are. Or, uh, it's always hard to lose people you love. And so bless those folks and comfort them today. 
people who are sick and struggling with illness, all kinds of illness still, not just COVID. I mean, different kinds of illnesses and disease. We pray that you'd bring healing to them. We pray for people who are struggling financially, that you'd uh, give them some relief, maybe a raise, maybe a new job, new opportunity, bonus, something, Lord. Bring, uh, bring some blessing to them as well. And Lord, we want to pray for our country. Our country is uh, very confused. Uh, many say upside down, backwards. We're, we're uh, changing at breakneck speed, and a lot, a lot of us think for the worse, not for the better. <clears throat> so give us wisdom, give us guidance. Thank you for the all the folks who protect us and serve each day. Our first responders, police, fire, EMT. And also, uh, we want to pray for our men and women military. People are spread out all over the planet. We pray that they, there's no harm, harm would come to them today and stay safe. And uh, we pray you bless their families as they're separated, give them comfort. And uh, thank you. Thank you for the freedom of being on the air today. And uh, bless our country. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, can I get amen out there? You can submit your amens on social media, Facebook. Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, let's see. And here, there we go. Here's the first one. <laughs> Amen. Amen, Gene. Amen, Lynn. All right. Give you a shout out at some point for these. Hey, um, so to, to nobody's surprise, at least I, I'm I'm comforted. I, I was talking to Kim about this yesterday. If, if this election had gone the other way yesterday, I would have thought it's it's there's there's something badly, badly damaged and broken in the election process here in the United States. But uh, Liz Cheney was soundly defeated uh, in Wyoming. No surprise. No surprise at all. Harriet Hagman was the uh, was the Trump endorsed candidate. Cheney. uh Voted to impeach Trump. She was she was co-chair of the uh, the, the January sixth riot commission, <laughs> and um, so I mean Republicans vastly outnumber vastly outnumber Democrats in Wyoming, and uh, to no surprise. Now I would have been stunned if Cheney had retained the picked up the win. That would have shocked me. That would have scared. Apparently, she gave a little bit of a strange uh, concession speech comparing herself to Abraham Lincoln. And people wondered if that was uh, uh, some kind of a tip-off that she's going to try to run for president in 2024. Boy, that would be, that would be painful. But, I mean, she, 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 hey, she, she's, she charted her own course here. She came out very strong against President Trump, and um, you know she 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 made her bed, so to speak. So that's uh, that's that. The other race I wasn't surprised about was a, a race in Alaska. A lot of you heard about this, and uh, former governor and 2008 vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin advanced in a uh, a runoff, so to speak. They have a they have a ranked choice voting system 
you know, she uh, she finished in the top three, I guess, maybe led the way. And uh, they're going to be running a special election to replace uh, the uh, departed Republican Representative Don Young, who died in March. And whoever wins that will finish out the term and then, uh, I'm sure, uh, run for uh, run for re-election at some point. And um, so that's not a surprise. Um, there was another another uh, Senate primary, I guess. This is weird, but uh, uh, S- Republican Lisa Murkowski and fellow Republican Kelly, uh, Kelly Shabaka, who was endorsed by Mr. Trump, uh, both moved forward into the uh, into the November ballot for Senate. I, I I don't like this system. I don't know what they're doing over in Alaska. I don't I don't like this uh, this ranked system where everybody you know it's like it's like a, you know you get points. You get how many votes, right? And then they if 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 nobody gets fifty. You have to get fifty percent to to be out outright winner, but if you don't get fifty, the last place person votes go to the second place person. I, I mean, it's just it's just so rigged, it's so unbelievable. But I mean, it's Alaska; they do things differently in Alaska. There's no question about it. And um, so they will run against a um, let's see, a Democrat, and um, um, I don't know, Mary. Peltola will be on the uh, will be on the ballot. So it, it's it's a strange system. But uh, the, the big news: Liz Cheney lost, Sarah Palin advanced. That's the big news, and um, and not surprised. Are you surprised at all about that? Um, not a lot of people, you know, have mixed mixed feelings about Sarah Palin. You know, she didn't. Uh, I think they took her out too early. I don't think she was ready for prime time. Two thousand eight. I think McCain was hoping that was going to be the the miracle hail mary. To uh, to stop uh, Barack Obama, it wasn't. McCain was a flawed candidate; was not a good candidate at all. Um, yes, he was a war hero. I'm not going to say he wasn't, but he just wasn't a good candidate. And and Obama was was yeah, say what you want about Obama. Obama knows how to how to do politics. He knows how to campaign. Uh, we don't like him. We don't agree with his policies. Although he was prophetic, if you remember, just before he was uh, inaugurated, uh, Barack Obama, in a speech, I think he was in Chicago. Remember, they did the, the huge pillars, made it seem like a, a Greek you know, monument of some sort. Um, he said uh, that they, they were about to fundamentally transform the United States. Well, they, they're doing a pretty good job of it, don't you think? Countries being fundamentally transformed. I would say, I don't know if most people realize this. I mean, I think people, you know, we do because we're so engaged and so involved. If you listen regularly to talk radio, you understand because you're getting, you're part of that. But I don't think most people even recognize the fact that we are so close as a nation to to just going over the edge culturally. Uh, things Things that have been secure moorings for Decades just getting ripped out, tossed tossed aside, um, you know, and it's almost like at this point, the progressives are on such a roll, they don't even they don't even look at us as as a threat to them. They they think we're inconsequential, people of conservative common sense, 
traditional value people. They, 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 they're a joke. We're a joke to them. And I, and I think November, we need to show that we're not. We need to show that we're still the majority of Americans, not the minority. And I think we're going to see, you're going to see that. I think you're going to see some big changes. That's why I say people are saying, well, I don't know, you know, Leora Levy, I don't know if she can be Blumenthal. Let me tell you something. I've been saying this for a year and a half. If you're ever going to run for anything in this state from dog catcher to, to governor, this is the year for upsets because the country is a disaster. And people know we have somebody in, in the White House who doesn't belong there, who can't handle the job. There's the average person knows, I'm a, hey, when you go to the gas station, nobody has to tell you you're paying a lot more for gas than you did two years ago. When you go to the grocery store, nobody has to tell you you're paying way more for food than you were two years ago. School supplies, I just saw this last time. Oh, school supplies are going to cost you more. Everything's costing more. Everything. And people realize that, and, and I, think, I think there's an awakening. And I think there's going to be an accountability for Democrats for messing things up so badly after Trump did a great job. Policies of, of getting this country to a strong, wonderful place. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll open the phone lines, 860-522-9842. Look for the first call of the day. Our Eagle Rivet sponsored first call of the day. And got more to talk about. It's going to be a great show, but you make it. You make the show. So please give us a call. On my best day, I need your help. And uh, this would be a great day, a little bit of a cloudy day. We're, uh, we're, we're waiting. <laughs> Gosh, more amens. We're waiting for you to, uh, to call in. So uh, this is at Wednesday edition, all caller Wednesday edition, Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Stay with us. All right, welcome back. Part of the problem without, you just can't, it's hard to know in, in terms of uh, media. It's hard to know who to trust. Because you realize the vast majority, and, and I'm, I'm going to say upwards of 90% of, of the media, is fully in the, in the pockets of the Democrats. And, uh, you, know, you, you know, you watch some channels, they, they might pretend to be neutral. They might pretend to be, you know, not to steal the phrase fair and balanced, but you can tell. You can tell by the, the people they interview, the way the stories go, what stories they pick. You can tell where where they reside. So I mean, it's not even it's not even. And you guys are smart. You figure it out. Um, you you, you get it. You know, no one no one has to tell you about this because you're you're smart enough. You're you're intuitive. You pick up on it. You get it. You understand. Um, you know, you just you just can you. You know, you can sniff it out. You can sniff out liberals uh, wherever they may be. You, you, you can sense. Again, it's, it's not hard. It's not hard. You tell by the storylines. You tell by the interviews, people that talk to them, people that won't talk to them. Like, I, I, we can't get. We've never been able to. We can't get Democrats to come on this show. I mean, we, you have a couple who will call in. I mean, just, you know, drive by. We can't get any. any we can't, I can't get Blumenthal on the show. We've invited Blumenthal, invited Murphy on the show, invited the governor on the show. Uh, we just don't get Democrats on the show. Why? Because they don't want to be—they don't want to be hassled. They'd rather—they'd rather go somewhere where they can get softball questions and not—and not have to fight it off. And 
you know, those tight inside high pitch. They don't want those, right? So that's fine. That that's what I guess that's the downfall of being a very um, outspoken conservative. You don't you don't get access. You know, that's what everybody in the media wants. They want access. So I I get that. I understand, but. Um, so, you know, because of that, because you don't know where we, you don't know what to believe. So I say that to say this long way around the barn. Um, I'm pastor. Pastors have many words. Um, I'm tallying up amens as I'm speaking to you. Um, so what, what impact, and I'd like to hear from you on this. What impact does president Trump have when he starts endorsing people? Does it matter? Does it make a difference? Well, I've read and heard numbers ranging from 52 to 74. 52% of Trump candidates have won election. Uh, 74% of Trump endorsed candidates. So let's, let's call it 60, right? Let's call it 61, 62. That's kind of median, right? Let's call it 60. Let's say that that's kind of where, <clears throat> where the number is. I think that's pretty strong. I think to, to, to say that you got six out of ten people that you endorse win election, uh, I think that's pretty pretty significant. And I don't think he's cherry-picking them. I don't think he's – I think he's, he's coming out for some of certainly way in advance, and I think it's making a difference in these campaigns. And that's why I say Donald Trump, like him, don't like him, has a lot more influence than most people are willing to give him credit for, certainly within the Republican Party. And I think it frightens Democrats. I think Democrats are terrified that this guy's going to get the nomination. He's going to run, first of all. I, I think if he runs, there shouldn't be any, any process of primary, anything. I think you just say yes. If he says, I'm going to run, you get behind the president. That's what Democrats do it. That's the, listen, I'm telling you right now, if Biden decides to run or if he makes it out of office, it could be a John Paul one thing. You know, He might die in his sleep 33 days before you know, the primary, you know, I mean, who knows what's happened in 38 days. I'm sorry. I think it was 38 days. Um, but short of that, I, I, Democrats would line up behind Biden. They would just would. They'd line up behind him. You know, we don't do that as Republicans. We, for some reason, we, we just, we just, uh, we just don't. Uh, let's go to Sims Bay. First call of day, sponsored by Eagle Ribbit, the roofing partner you can trust, Tom and Simsbury. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good. I was what's just up? curious. I read last night that Liz Cheney had been trying to um, get Democrats. Flip Democrats, yeah. You're able to do that in her state. She was yeah. trying to get Democrats to yeah. convert over to be Republican for the day yeah. so they could vote for her in the primary and then be able to switch back. I, I was, yeah. like, dumbfounded when I, I saw that, that. I mean, that's called desperation. But, I mean, even so, I think Republicans, I think that, that I might be wrong, but I think the number of Republicans outnumber Democrats in Wyoming, like, four to one. Oh, so I'm even sure, even I'm if sure you got a lot of Democrats just, to flip over, right? I just felt it was really such a strange thing for a woman who claims to be a Republican yeah. well, to be going to those lengths to keep herself in power. Well, again, before she's a Republican, she's a politician. And what's the most important thing to any politician? Re-election. Keeping your power. Right. So <laughs> I, I thought it was odd, but I wasn't surprised. Given It said to me she's, she, she's in desperate straits, and she knows it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah that's, that's for sure. It seems to me, though, if, if the state had that kind of law after this type of thing is announced, they should go in and make changes to their to their own voting laws where uh, well, yeah if you some of these states are pretty freewheeling whether it's 
whether it's uh, you know Wyoming or Alaska, they're kind of on their own program. They do things differently. But Tom, well, I got to I got to let you go for the news. Thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. All right, gonna take a break. Couple commercials. News. We'll be back. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's hear from you today on the All Caller Edition Will Marotti Show right here on WTIC News Talk ten eighty. I will. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 937-860-522-9842. Whole Foods is uh, quite a successful undertaking purchased I, I believe Amazon purchased them a few years ago but the store itself has a has a, a great um, reputation and they they specifically target groups of people like like they have a market right and every company every business has a market their market is a little different they are they they take a very close look at Millennials they understand that younger shoppers will pay uh, more for quality, higher quality food and more responsibly sourced food, like, you know, free range chickens. And, you know, um, They also target families that their, their income is above national average. They lead a healthy lifestyle. They're conscious of the environment. And, um, you know, so it's a different crowd. It's a, it's, it's a much younger family uh, you know crowd college educated crowd upscale suburban crowd that that's who told hopefully so imagine their shock last week i think friday imagine their shock when when founder uh ceo john mackey was on an interview and uh said that his i quote my concern is i feel like socialists are taking over the country they're marching through our institutions they're taking over not take they've already taken over my my edit there education it looks like they've taken over a lot of corporations it looks like they're taking over the military it just continues this is the founder and ceo of whole foods and the, com- the company's model is based on focusing on millennials, younger families, people with higher incomes, higher education levels. These are these, are, and this is what he's saying. So, so, do you see the concern here? If I'm a liberal, I can't believe the guy at Whole Foods is talking like this. He said, "Can I continue?" This is John Mackey, co-founder, CEO of Whole Foods. You know, I'm a capitalist at heart. I believe in liberty and capitalism. Those are my twin values. I feel like, you know, the way, uh, with the way freedom of speech is today, the movement on the gun control 
and a lot of liberties that I've taken granted for most of my life, I feel are under threat. During the podcast taping, Mr. Mackey promised that Americans would be hearing more of his views as he plans to exit from Whole Foods. He's, he's retiring as CEO, now owned by Amazon at the end of, of, of this month, August, so he's done. In six weeks, I'll retire from Whole Foods. I've muzzled myself since 2009. Wow. I was telling my leadership pretty soon, you're going to be hearing things about Crazy John, no longer muzzled. We can't stop John from talking any longer, he said. John Mackey still going after Obamacare as a failed policy. Fascism, government doesn't own means of production, but they do control it. That's what's happening with health care programs. I'd like to say the system is becoming more fascist, he told NPR. Young people aren't quick to work because they want meaningful work. Well, sometimes you can't start with a meaningful work. You have to earn it over time. Wow. Man, I'm a fan. Too bad he's retiring. I'm a, I'm a fan of John Mackey, CEO, co-founder of, of Whole Foods. But can you imagine the liberals, they were losing their minds after this podcast last week. When here is the founder of their, their store, this is where they go. Because they look for more responsibly sourced food, higher quality. They're willing to pay more for it. They lead a healthy lifestyle. They are very conscious of the environment. And their their leader went off the deep end. Whew. Wow. Thank God for John Mackey. I wish we had some more CEOs that would be willing to speak out that way. I know I know CEOs who feel, just like John Mackey, they can't really say what they think because they're either they're not in line with, with, the, with the, uh, the corporation as a whole, or they're not in line with you know half of their employees maybe, and so they're they they kind of have to you know selectively drop things when they can or just not talk about things. I was on a uh, I was on a, 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 a Zoom meeting yesterday with about seven or eight other people, and uh, one of the guys that was on the meeting was from Texas. And he was complaining about the heat. And I said, oh, man, bro, bring, bring me to Texas. I love the heat. I thrive in the heat. And uh, he actually is work, works for a government agency. I won't say where, who. And, um, and, 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 the, and within the call, we started the Zooming. We started talking about how funny it is that people make fun of state and, and federal police. He goes, yeah, make all the fun you want. <laughs> he didn't even care about it, you know. So he said something about the government in Texas. And I said, yeah, you better be careful. I said, uh, you know, the mayor of New York City is going to come down here and, and, and school your governor, tell, tell him how to run things. And, and everybody got a chuckle, right? And to that, the moderator said, well, I think on that note, we'll close now that we've moved into politics. So people, you know, people just don't want to talk about it. They're afraid of it. I mean, I mean, and I'm not saying that was the case yesterday because that's not what this call was for. It's not political. It, it wasn't even, you know, religious. It was just, it was business. And uh, mostly with the other not-for-profit organizations. Um, so I get it. I get it. But, man, sometimes people just so, so – so can you imagine the, 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 the liberals at Whole Foods going, what the heck? 
This all this time, this guy's a Trumper. We didn't know it. <laughs> I don't know if he's a Trumper. I'm just saying, you know, obviously he's conservative and he's he's afraid socialism is taking over the country. He's obviously a very wise and discerning man. All right, let's go to uh, let's see. Uh, is this the first call of the day? Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. First call of the day. It might be Rudy in Florida. Another state state of radicals and people who fly flags and stuff. What's wrong with you people in Florida? I, I have no idea. But uh, I love Whole Foods. Yeah. And my son actually works for them. Yeah. Did, but my son you... also is in the same camp as our friend from Hamden. He, uh, he's a greenie, and he's afraid of climate change. So you and I both have children that... Uh, yeah. View politics different than us. Oh gosh, vastly. That I'm not an ally. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, but are you shocked that the CEO and co-founder of Whole Foods is that conservative and nobody knew it? Um, I mean, he said he hadn't said a word about it since 2009, and now he's getting ready to retire. He, he lets it fly. I know. I mean, when I'm when I'm in Whole Foods, I yeah. feel like I'm surrounded by Hillary and Bernie bros. Uh, that's what I'm but, saying. That's the crowd. That's who they target. And here's the the co-founders of com, a card-carrying conservative. But I mean, I look at it. If you're in business right now, what yeah. the federal government does to you, tax-wise and regulation-wise, sure. you 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 really can't be that pro-government. So. It shocks me that he that the guy that runs Whole Foods is a liberal. I mean, is a conservative. But it doesn't it doesn't really surprise me that he came out that he's not. But isn't that kind of the way? I mean, you see that all the time. Corporations will give to a Republican candidate, and they give to a Democrat candidate, right? Because they're playing. They're like bookies. They're trying to even it out. They want to be on the winning side, whichever it is. That's how business runs. At least that's how it used to run before you had all these woke corporations like South uh, Southwest and Delta and all these other people. But the, the fact that they're, they're bread and butter, so to speak, no pun intended, at Whole Foods, is a, a, a lefty audience, younger lefty millennials and younger families, and this guy's a, a staunch conservative. I mean, it's just comical. I'll be curious if there's like a Twitter war about boycotting. But well, he's you know, leaving now. For, he's retiring in six weeks. So I work in a bougie restaurant. It is bougie to the max. <laughs> it, it belongs in West Hartford. And you would think. And my staff has a large percentage of um, LBGQ, whatever yeah. you want to say. Mm-hmm. And not one person there bad mouths Governor DeSantis. They all yeah. like him. Yeah, and the majority of the staff is conservative, including the owners. And I was shocked. I, well, I thought when I went to work there, I would have to keep my opinions to myself. No, I mean my my bar manager is gay, and he goes, "We're so lucky we had Governor DeSantis, because I have friends up north that lost their jobs in restaurants. They were out of work for a year sure. and a half, and I was able to work through the whole thing. So I mean it." it it, it matters, Rudy. Doesn't it matter your how your how your wallet is treated during days like that it matters to people. It does. I don't care who you are, what your party is, what your gender, what your or sexual orientation is. Money matters to people. It does, and but I just wanted to say because you said something about Trump and winning in twenty twenty four. I honestly, this might be our last election in twenty twenty two. If anything's cuckoo, like it was in 2020, I think we're screwed. 
And I don't even know how we're going to keep the Senate. The Senate's at 50-50, and Dr. Oz is going to get smoked. Yeah, it looks so like it. We, we, but we but the good news is Georgia. the Herschel Walker race is tightening. The last week, week and a half, th- those numbers are tightening. So maybe maybe Herschel pulls it out at the end. But, um, hey, you know what? Let's let's go one year at a time, right? One election at a time. Liz Cheney got smoked. That's what we wanted. It proves that the election wasn't rigged. And, and we'll move on. Rudy, I'm going to let you go. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Cheshire and Rick. Rick, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. Wanted to talk about Donald Trump, the most influential politician of our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. He, he is. I, I know that, I know that, like, You've said in the past, oh, he's kind of a little bit more and more. It, it's he is, and and I would love to have a test, a little litmus test about that. Like have Obama back somebody, and then have Trump <laughs> back somebody, and let the votes fly. The, they I, wouldn't want Ob- doubt, Obama's endorsement; they would turn it away. Yeah, that's so. So I mean, and the left has themselves to blame for this. This progressive, yeah. woke, globalist agenda yeah. has led to this. So all the people that spit on the ground when they hear Donald Trump's name, you brought it on yourself. Yeah. And, and as far as here in the state of Connecticut, I really hope that our that that Stefanowski and Levy's people get behind an America first agenda and talk about fiscal responsibility. Well, certainly talk Levy Levy has no problem doing that. And, I, and I'm hoping George Logan will, too, because that, that race is being called a toss up right now. We need to sit Johanna Hayes down, and we need to put Richard into permanent retirement. Permanent so, retirement, and and by backing that America First agenda, you just get, I think that's the way they got to go. They got to talk it. They got to live it. They got to. They got to preach. I agree. I agree. I, I, you know what? I think at this point, you know, we're, we're trying to we're trying to pacify Democrats. We're trying to trying to uh, let liberals know that we're not harsh and mean-spirited. Well, what has that gotten us? It's gotten us nothing. Not that we are harsh and mean-spirited. I'm just saying that's their perception. We might as well just be conservatives, say we're conservatives, stand up for conservative principles, let the chips fall where they may. We can't be any worse than we are now. Absolutely. Here in Connecticut. You're going to see Cheney, now that she's gone, she's going to be the leading contributor over at MSNBC. (laughs) 100%. She's going to try to run for president, and that's only – because she because her feelings are hurt. Yes, and then she's just going to try just to get her name out there more, more name recognition, more name recognition. Yeah. Oh, here I am. I'm on the panel over at MSNBC for the rest of my career. Yeah, that's no, what she, she, that's she's, what she's she'll be a parasite from this. Well, she's always been a parasite. She's, she's been, been a parasite, parasite from this point forward. No question. You're Rick, Rick. You're spot on. I'm telling you, I agree. And, uh, bless, and amen. All right. Thanks a bunch. I appreciate your call. All right, AJ, hang on there. We're going to take your call. We get back. Take a quick break for commercials. And then, AJ, you're up next. 860-522-9842. Wednesday edition, Wilm Roddy Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. Let's go right to the phones. Let's go to uh, South Windsor and AJ. AJ, welcome. Good morning. Um, you've been talking about uh, the, um, uh, 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 the primary with Themis, uh, and I was ready to swallow and, and agree with you that she had the best chance to beating Blumenthal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Uh, but then, uh, uh, reading these um, works of uh, Stanton Evans, I recommend anything you could read about him. You do. He's, he's uh, passed away by now, and uh, he had a, a quip that he said, "When one of us gets to the point where they could do us some good, they're no longer one of us." And that was what I was concerned about, Emma. <laughs> 
and, you know, turning That's into a, a Burkowski point. or a Cheney or yeah. a Romney, that kind of thing. And when when, when Trump came out with the uh, endorsement, that that uh, closed it for me. You know, yeah. why yeah. why settle for for just as good or, or this work across the aisle crap has got to go because the Dems aren't going to work across the aisle. They never do. They never do. Got, I, I, maybe I want to call on your your uh, Christian background, but I'm getting to the point where I'm almost hating these Democrats. I, they find them disgusting of what they're doing to this country. Yeah. And I, I think, fortunately, well, not fortunately, but I'm in the late winter of life, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to be around to see the complete complex, com, uh, collapse of the country. Mm-hmm. But I think we're getting there. And I just feel for the, the generations that come after us if we follow this socialist agenda here. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I, I hope um, I hope we can turn it. I still think there's hope. Uh, I'm an optimist. I still think we can turn it around. I think people are going to, you know, younger people have a tendency of changing once they realize that some of the philosophies they believe are, are either not realistic or, or, in fact, really damaging. And I and I think people have the maybe have the best intentions, but they just don't understand the full ramifications of what they're espousing. And so I, I hope things will turn around. I hope the younger generation will turn around. I mean, every, every older generation says they hope the younger generation will turn around. I hope it's going to happen. But to your point, I think, yeah, you know what? My goal was to, is still to, to retire with Trooper Blumenthal. I did believe that Themis had the best chance to do that. I can be wrong. I Hopefully I am wrong. And hopefully Leora is able to put him out permanently in retirement. But as I just said to Rick, you know, trying trying to play uh, you know nice with Democrats does not help us at all. We might as well not just stand all. up, be conservatives, let it let the chips fall where they may, because because not being that way hasn't helped us at all in this state. Well, I'm I'm a I listen to you forever. Back to be, just with Jim Vicich and when he was even on alone. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I, the first time, a six time caller. The, fir- the first all time right, I good. called. The first time I called, I was on hold when you were ready to make your announcement for what turned out to be your sabbatical. Yeah. And, and oh, I, no. The reason, I, the reason I called was I yeah. said, I envy your <laughs> optimism because I'm not optimistic about yeah. the, the way things are going. Yeah. And I still envy your optimism. Well, I, I have to be. I have to be. I, 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 I know just... we do, but it's hard, it's hard to swallow it. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. It is. No, I get it. AJ, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're your welcome. Call. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. Commercials, news will come back. Phone lines open the rest of the show. 860-522-9842. We are introducing a new segment at the end of the next hour. I'll tell you about it as we get closer, and uh, and you're going to like it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. 860-522-9842, Wednesday edition, Wilm Roddy Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 